Welcome to this edition of the Abrams Boxing Show, powered by Last Out Media and brought to you by 15rounds.com, the worldwide leader in boxing news. Also, Abrams Boxing PR Media and Broadcasting, the industry standard for media relations and on-air play-by-play. On this edition, I speak with undefeated junior middleweight prospect Joey Spencer. Spencer will take on Sean West this Saturday night live on Fox. A couple news items I want to go over. Oscar De La Hoya says his comeback at age 47 is full systems go. This could be a terrible mistake by the Golden Boy. um, As people remember, he looked just dreadful 12 years ago fighting against Manny Pacquiao. He was claiming the weight drain and everything like that. But you have to remember, even the fight before that was Steve Forbes. Oscar did not look great in that fight. So uh, 12 years off, I mean, he came out today and spoke, I believe it was to Steve Kim of ESPN, and said that his jab feels and looks fast. Oscar, I mean, this ain't going to end well. I mean, if you want to come back, maybe beat some uh, uh, some journeyman type of guy, maybe you could still do that. But at the highest level, I'd be stunned to see... uh, to see Oscar De La Hoya make a dent in, I mean, I don't even know what weight division he'd be at, 54, 60. I mean, I've seen, I mean, we see him at the fights. He's still in good shape, but, you know, he hasn't fought competitive. The thing is, you know, a guy like George Foreman came back when he, you know, when he came back to eventually win the heavyweight championship of the world. The one thing George Foreman did, he he had concussive power. And uh, Oscar De La Hoya, you know, he was a very good puncher, you know, in his day, but I don't know about concussive power. He, I can't see his, his hand speed being any better than, than it was uh, before. So I don't think that this is going to be a good uh, uh, deal for Oscar De La Hoya. Uh, sticking with the Golden Boy angle, uh, news came out today that uh, Ryan Garcia will meet Luke Campbell in a very intriguing fight, uh, a lightweight elimination fight that will take place in November on the zone. Uh, the two sides, uh, Campbell's side with Matchroom Boxing, uh, Garcia, who's a Golden Boy, they averted a, a uh, purse bid at the last minute to make this fight a reality. This fight most likely will be in California. Uh, You know, this is a big step up for Garcia. And, you know, you may not like or agree with the way he goes about his business, uh, Ryan Garcia, but you got to give the kid some credit. He's uh, he's got some balls to move up in this... um, for this fight on uh, in November, and it's an elimination fight, which could lead to a, a fight with Devin Haney, a fight with uh, uh, the Lopez Lomachenko winner, but you know possibly Devin Haney as he'll become a mandatory for the WBC championship, or the or the winner will definitely be a mandatory for the WBC championship. You know, in a fight that will take place, you know, you got to figure sometime March or April of 2021. Uh, heavyweight prospect Daniel Dubois will take on uh, replacement Ricardo Snidgers on August 29th. That fight, I believe, will be on ESPN+. Plus. A win by Dubois sets up a, a showdown for later in the year against the undefeated Joe Joyce. It's a, that's a fight that's going to be a big fight in England as it uh, approaches. Uh, Roy Jones Jr. may pull out of his November 28th fight with Mike Tice. I guess maybe he's threatening to pull out. I, I don't know. Uh, you know, I'm I'm one of the people that does not really want to see this. So, um, you know, with uh, you know, with now with Delo Hoya coming back, Roy Jones, Mike Tyson, 
it's just, uh, you know, it's just something that we don't need to be seeing, at least in my opinion, uh, with Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. Again, that November 28th uh, is, the, I guess, the working date for that fight. So now I will play my interview that I did uh, earlier on Wednesday with undefeated prospect Joey Spencer. We are live on a Wednesday afternoon, uh, this Saturday night. My next guest, uh, Joey Spencer, 10-0-7 knockouts, gets back in the ring on Fox as he takes on Sean West. Uh, Joey, what's happening? Not much. How are you? Doing good, doing good. Uh, I assume you – I mean, you look relaxed here. I guess you're you're in the hotel room in L.A.? Yeah, I am. I'm here in L.A. in the in the bubble. You know, can't really do much other than what I'm doing right here, so I'm just watching a lot of boxing. Well, well to talk – well, talk talk about that for a second. Um, you know, obviously this is a different type of fight week where you're in this uh, bubble where, you know, you're pretty much in your room. I guess you can maybe go out to get some food, you know, somewhere in the yeah. hotel. Um, talk about that. How is that different than, like, uh, what would be your normal fight week routine, say, on a Wednesday before a Saturday fight? You know what? It's, uh, it's not much different for me because I'd usually be just kind of hanging out in the room you know, anyway, the real difference is that I don't have my, the same team with me that I usually have. You know, I've got my dad with me um, and I've got my assistant coach Jim with me. But um, other than that, I usually have, you know, a good, I've got my family, my whole family. It's always a whole family, you know, event. Mm-hmm. so I've got my mom, my little brother, my sister. I usually have um, my videographer, my ph- photographer who are both, both very close to me. I've got my strength and conditioning coach. Coach Josh that isn't here that's usually here. So it's a lot different than just being a lot more quiet of a week. Normally I've got so many of my closest people with me. So yeah, I, um, I, not having my little brother with me, it's just very different. Yeah, I'm from Philadelphia, and I actually kind of, I worked uh, the 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 fight in Philadelphia you had in January. So yeah. I do recall you, you 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 know you you definitely had a nice little uh, stable people with you. So um, yeah. a question I've asked a couple of fighters. In terms of like you know shaking out that last week, are, are you able to do the the same things and lose that extra the, the last pound or two? Or are you able to go about your business the same way that way? Some people might not be able to, but we definitely made sure that we planned ahead and brought everything that we needed. We ended up getting a pretty good room, which was just lucky, and we got a big room, and I've got all the space I need to do my workouts. We got a bath. Most people didn't get get baths in their rooms, so I can lose weight that way and yeah so we we just my dad's really good at planning ahead and trying to make sure we have everything we need so he uh he made sure we we were prepared we got sean west this saturday night on fox so what do you know about him uh i know he he was kind of a short notice replacement fighter Um, my last opponent tested positive for COVID, so um this guy there's not much film out there on him but from what I've seen, it seems like he can take a good shot. And, um, yeah, so, I mean, it's not not too um, much that I can really see off him. I just got to come in there and be prepared. You're 10-0 now. Obviously, uh, you turned pro yeah. at 18 years old. Uh, sure. Are you starting to, like, uh, you know, feel, you know, you beside, obviously, there was a couple-month layoff because of the, uh, the the pandemic everything. But you've been fighting pretty regular, regularly. You know, you finally, like, you feel like you're – like a like a real a pro in the sense that you you're you know you're fighting every few months and you, you, your your routine is kind of shaping up that way. Definitely, definitely. I feel like I'm 
Sorry, sir. Definitely, I feel like I'm coming into myself as a pro, and I feel like I'm getting the experience. I feel like my experiences are bringing me to a point where I'm feeling pretty comfortable, and um, I feel like I there's not um, too many more surprises that can happen necessarily in the ring. Um, I feel like I'm getting stronger. I feel like I'm coming into you know more of my man body. I'm only 20, so I'm going to continue to you know develop. But as of right now, I feel like I'm getting stronger and stronger, and it's definitely makes me very confident. Uh, obviously, a lot, you know, was expected from you, uh, you know, when you signed, uh, you know, with, with the PBC and, and uh, you were, you were a Ballyhood prospect coming out of the amateurs. And then yeah. your first year, you won the uh, PBC prospect of the year, all, all that, you know, co- combined, uh, do, do you feel any pressure to, to not only win, but, but perform at, at such a high level, whether it's knockouts or, you know, complete beatdowns, you know, over the six, eight rounds, whatever you're scheduled for? Yeah, definitely. There's always pressure. You know, every, you know, there's a lot of pressure coming from the outside, a lot of expectations of me. Um, you know, sometimes people, you know, it's unrealistic expectations that people on the outside that aren't doing, you know, this sport or not doing what I'm doing that are putting on me to do inside the ring. So, at the end of the day, I think I'm just getting better at it and more used to it. It definitely affected me early on in my career, like it, for sure. I'm still early on in my career, but earlier on in my career, I was definitely being affected by the expectations that I was carrying on my shoulders every time I got into the ring. I feel like I'm getting a lot better at it and uh, starting to realize that a lot of the expectations that are being put on me just aren't realistic, and I need my time to grow and improve and learn every time I get in the ring at my own pace and not – be some kind of superhero hero but, you know? but but whatever those expectations are i mean you feel that they are attained you know they'll be attainable you know in, in the future and you know in terms of winning world championships and oh, uh, definitely absolutely when i say un, um unrealistic expectations i mean being 100 percent perfect every time i step in the ring not one fighter is going to do that you know what i mean i'm night i turned pro when i was 17 and i've been learning as i go you know and i, I turned pro young um, like I said, not a lot of people have to deal with, you know, the type of expectations that are put on you as a teenager when you're going in and getting in the ring. But those expectations I have in myself are, you know, highly attainable. And I don't, I wouldn't be in, you know, the position that, you know, PBC is putting me in if they didn't believe that too. And it gives me a lot of confidence knowing that my promotional team that's behind me have a lot of faith in me and have faith that I'm going to go on and win those titles and, and, and fight for those championships. Is, and I just got to keep working hard. Do you think some of that's also was built in, you know, you're 17, 18, 19, now 20. You're, I mean, and you're getting great spots in terms of, uh, you know, you, you were on the FS1 portion of some major pay-per-view events. Yeah, you're on yeah. Fox Saturday night in a, in a prime position. You think some of that also, you know, people start seeing that as well? Yeah, definitely. I think so. Yeah, I think that that has a lot to do with that and just the positions that I've been put in. I try to make the most of every position that, you know, I'm put in, I work extremely hard. And when I go out there, I try to put on a good show for everybody. Are there any parts in your mind? I know you, you gave me a great answer a couple of minutes ago. You're going to go at your own pace. Is, mm-hmm. there a, is there a day you wake up, you say, you know what? I think I'm ready for this kind of guy or that kind of guy. Is that, does that ever creep into your mind? I feel like that all the time. You know, I feel that, that now most of what's keeping me, you know, pacing myself is the matchmakers and, and Heyman's people, you know, they're, they're very good at what they do. And Al Heyman's very good at what he does. And um, 
they know the pace that I need to go at to get where I need to be. They've been, they've put so many people there, you know, they've put so many people, you know, and helped so many people get to the top and they know what I need to do. But as a fighter, I'm confident and I'm, and I'm feeling like I'm ready for, you know, a lot of these guys now. So. As you mentioned before, it's a family affair with you um, and your, your dad, your trainer. How were you able to, you know, during the you know couple months shutdown with the pandemic, how were you able, were you, do you have your own gym? Were you able to sneak into some gyms? Were you able to, you know, keep fit that way? Yeah, I have a facility that I have access to all the time. So that wasn't really a problem for me as it was for some people. I, I was um, good. I could use the gym whenever I wanted. I've been training for the last 12 weeks now straight. So I I'm, I'm definitely have been in the gym. In a perfect world, uh, I mean, how many fights do you see yourself maybe getting before the end of the year? Um probably three three, three more maybe three. including this one yeah you yeah. need the one in january so four so you know for most yeah. fighters that's that's you know pretty full year you know to get four fights in in these Absolutely. days so so Absolutely. and you i know you were fighting you know pretty regularly you know for the first couple of years of your career in a, in a sense did that pan the pandemic kind of shut down maybe help you a little bit maybe uh you know, try to, you know, uh, you know, everyone needs a break from, from everything they're doing. Did you, you feel that helped you a little bit? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. It was the first time that I'd kind of been forced to take a break for a long time. And I, I you know, I, I'll never willingly stop training or, you know, stop. And it forced me to kind of take a month, you know, six weeks where I just kind of spent time with my, my wife. And, and it was a great, great time for me, a great time when my body healed and I got very healthy and, rested up and then came back to the gym better than ever. So definitely it was a great, it worked out well for me. Uh, a couple last questions. Uh, obviously you, you built up a pretty good fan base, like I said, being on uh, on the shows that you've been on. Yeah. And uh, what do you want to say to the fans out there uh, before we see you Saturday night on, uh, on Fox? Yeah, I've got some really great supporters and, and I just, uh, I'm excited to go out there as I always am and put on a good show for them. And if I ever, uh, that's always my main goal is to go out and, and just give excitement to people. And when I fight, you know, I know my whole hometown and whole home state are behind me and they're watching me. And that's something that I'm really excited for because I know sports have kind of been, they're just now starting to come back. And it's always a big, that was one of the things I said in another interview. It's like, like what you said about having the break, it became so routine for me. You know, I was fighting every, I was fighting five times the first couple of years and then mm -hmm. four this year, you know, most likely it was becoming so routine that I started to kind of stop, like it started to become normal. But now that we've had some time off, I'm like super excited to see the town the way that it is on a fight night. Um, when I fight, it's, uh, it's really humbling seeing the support that they, everything stops. Everybody watches the fight and, and it's, uh, and everybody's all over social media showing their support and showing that they're watching the fight and uh, all the restaurants and all the local. It's just, it's like no, no other. I come from a small town too. So it's mm -hmm. just, the support's like nothing else. So it makes me extremely excited to give us, you know, excitement back. I would imagine a goal of yours would be to either bring a big fight or a world title fight back to your hometown. What, what, what would happen then if, if that happened? I'm sure you've thought about it a hundred times. Yeah, it's my dream. That's my dream. And uh, it, I think we're, we'll probably fight there even before I fight for the title, maybe for one of my first 10 rounders mm -hmm. or something. You know, I, uh, it's definitely my dream because if the way that the town is 
in the area is when I'm fighting somewhere else. I can only imagine how it'd be when I was if I fought there. And we've got some good arenas around the area. And uh yeah, it would just be it'd be a dream come true to see everybody in one, one building having a blast and watching a fight. I guess the Fox numbers on Saturday night in, in, in Michigan are, are gonna be astronomical, I would imagine, the viewership. Thanks. Yeah, it's it's usually it's usually pretty good. And last question I ask everyone if uh Anyone wants to follow you on the social media? Where do we find you? Yep. Uh, at Joey D. Spencer on Instagram and at JSNation underscore on Twitter. You can find me either of those places. Thank you very much for a few times. We wish you best of luck Saturday night. We'll be watching. We'll talk to you along the way. Thank you, brother. Thanks. Thank you. Have a good one. Thank you very much. You're very impressive. Thank you. Thanks a lot, buddy. Thank you, man. Bye-bye.